Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. It's Dills doing Disney. Oh, a couple of dudes doing Disney. Yeah, we're gonna watch some Disney movies, whether they're Disney or adjacent to that. The like vampire hookers. Vampire hookers. Oh, hey, it's gone. And blood's We're gone. not a hole they saw. Cause I'm no ordinary girl. I'm from a deep blue underworld. Land or sea. Kyle <laughs> never sings joins with things me. with me. Hello, everybody. How the bloody hell are ya? <laughs> are we recording? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, great. I'm good. How are you? Rocky's not ready. He's yeah. not ready. I hope you didn't hear me singing the song <laughs> at the start. He doesn't want it on record. No. But boy, does he sing his little heart out when <laughs> we're not on mic. <laughs> Everybody, glad to be back. Hope you enjoyed Vampire Hookers last week. And if you haven't... We listened, sure did. Yeah, if you haven't listened to it, go back. Uh, it might not be a movie you're familiar with, but I think you should um, you should get familiar with it. Something I'd also like to address before we do dive into this week's episode of H2O, Just Add Water. We had $2.80 come through. <laughs> um, thank you very much to whoever donated that. And, um, you know, if those numbers don't get up, we're going to pull the plug. <laughs> yeah, we laugh, but in all honesty, um, it's pretty... Um, it's hard to keep the mics on. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, because we hire these out every time <laughs> we want to use them, and it's not cheap. And with petrol prices and um, and Topical. money, not money, food, and with the money that you need to, because uh, we're constantly eating, because you know you can't watch TV without. It's snacks. all just a lot of existential dread with the state of living and Aotearoa God's own at the moment, which is why we like to escape. Mm. You know, escape from our lives and um, the social political uh, climate. You know, by getting into the H2O universe. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we love it. And speaking of H2O, um, I think uh, in the whole two years and 30 episodes that we've been doing at this, um, this is the first time it's been raining. True. And what it just changes the whole mood, doesn't it? Like, it's such the perfect kind of day to sit inside, snuggle up. I'm in a dressing gown right now. <laughs> yes. Which is weird because it's at my house. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know where he got the dressing gown from. He just kind of went into the bathroom, came back, and put it on. It's not mine. He doesn't have flatmates either. <laughs> but it's looking good. Boy, am I snug. This was episode 11. Yep. Sink or swim. Such a fitting title for the episode this week. Is it really? Like, kind of. Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, they're always trying to have uh, funny wordplay. Yeah, that's true. It, it seems like most episodes are based on some sort of like quote, because last uh, episode was um, The Camera Never Lies. Did someone say that? No, no one ever said it, oh. but it was definitely... They could have. They could, they should have. Um, but you know, this episode was called Sink or Swim. Uh, primarily, it was an Emma-based episode. We haven't really had many of those. Yeah. Um, it was primarily about her um, uh, and Bryce, her love... By- Byron. Bryce. Byron. Byron. Her love, on, the man. love interest, Did Byron. Did we just watch the same show? Yes. Did we? 
You were there. I was. Yeah, but I had. I was watching something on my phone with my headphones in. Fair enough. No wonder you were laughing at different points. <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. So I hope we've got the same notes. Um, not like, not gonna lie. Stressing gown's a little toasty. It's a little hot. I might have to take it off. Oh, okay. I felt snug, but I'm starting to sweat. But too snug. Sun's coming out. Oh, there we go. It's better. <laughs> anyway, the uh, plot rundown of the episode, Kyle, if you will. Great. Um, <laughs> what an honour. Don't sound too enthusiastic. Sorry. Um, of course, uh, uh, the, as every good episode of a TV show uh, uh, starts. Um, this... It starts with the hit song, though, Ordinary Girl. Uh, yes. Yep. And then as all as the second um, thing that all TV shows should start with uh, that makes a good episode, um, they're sitting in a juice bar uh, mm. in the uh, mid two thousands, um, and they're kind of chilling out. And then Byron comes, so it's the girls, of course. And then Byron comes and sit down and says to Emma, "Look, uh, there's this big race, a swimming race. And I know you're a cla- you're you used to be the best, fastest swimmer. She's a local uh, legend. Yeah, she's a local legend. Uh, can you teach me how to swim?" And um, Cleo and Ricky look at Emma like, no, you can't, you can't teach him. Obviously, because you know if you're familiar with the uh, the world, mm. these guys get a drop of water on him, they're turning into mermaids. Yeah, so like, look, there's no way you can teach him how to swim. Like that's ridiculous. It's oh, so dangerous. The hypocrisy of Cleo well, too, because as you were about to say, that, I was just gonna you... say Cleo saying this, like, no, it's ridiculous. You can't do that. And we then, can't you risk pools. She's got a job at SeaWorld, which is honestly like ridiculous. Um. I hope that comes back later, the hypocrisy of Cleo. It uh, didn't in this episode? No, it didn't even come close. No if I was it. Emma, I would be like, um... <laughs> um, fuck up. <laughs> 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 um, but she says no to Byron, even though she obviously has loved Byron for about 11 episodes now. And they kissed in the pool, of course, in the classic episode Moonspell. Mm-hmm. Um, go back to that uh, to watch or listen to it. Preferably listen, because we get the views. Uh, H2O doesn't need the views, but we do. So go back and listen to Moonspell to get that context. Um, Please do. Next day, of course, Emma's at home, and then um, Byron comes in, comes into the door and says, look... He's got some real fuckboy behaviour. Yeah. He's real uh, kind of manipulative. Yeah, but he's like, look, te- teach me how to swim. And she's like, yeah, okay, but don't tell anyone. And then just well, as... Well, because he also says he's like, you know, I can't think why you don't want to teach me. If it, it's because you might not like me, and that'd make me pretty sad. Yeah, that was really gross. <laughs> and he was like looking down with big puffy dog eyes. Yeah, God. Get out of here, Byron. Yeah, was, uh, dog. yeah. And so then he's, she's like, okay, but don't tell the other girls. And then just as they do this, um, Zane walks through the front door. Just ca- comes, they go, comes right on in. And they go, what are you doing here? It's like, oh, my dad bought a blender uh, for her, his new partner, but she can't really operate anything. There's not a phone to order pizza. So I'm going to give it to your mum, which was so weird. That was so fucking... They just needed to like work him into the episode somehow so yeah so she, like, she walks the... in drops off a blender for the mum and then leaves again um <laughs> so strange um and then uh um emma's working him really hard and he's like zen he's chill he's like look i just want kind of you know do it my way which is weird he wanted emma to, to, to train him to coach him but, to win um, this competition and as she tries to do that he's like can you just like not? Can I just eat McDonald's and just not really practice <laughs> swimming? And she's like, "No, you have to practice swimming." He's like, "Look, I I don't want to do this. I usually only do like one or two laps, and then I call it a day." I thought this was going to be fun, and you know, yeah. I was just hanging out. You teach, you know, coaching me. But it's like he seems so determined to like win this race at the start, and now it's like so he's so blasé about it. <laughs> you're so you're like yeah, 
you're just so motivated to coach me or something. What's going on? <laughs> yeah. uh, but so that was a bit of a joke. And then they they kind of kept arguing, and then they had big falling out. And they're like, look, uh, because he, because uh, Zayn, God, so complete. Zayn challenges Byron to a race, and Emma's like, you're not ready. He's like, nah, I'm ready. And then obviously he loses, and that pisses Emma off because he's like, well, she was like, well, you weren't ready for the race, so you shouldn't have done it. And that caused a big friction between them, so they kind of, this is after they kissed as well. Big, mm. I can't believe I just mentioned that, but yeah, they kissed. Mm. And then, so then this was the big falling out of her, him not listening to her. And then uh, in the big final race, um, she shows up, and he wins. And then Zayn's really gutted. Yep. And yep. then they kind of share a moment. Like, oh, we're still friends. They don't acknowledge that they've kissed or anything. It's like, oh, yeah, we're friends. Well, it seems like they're, they're just going to leave it at a friendship. Like, you know. For now. I mean, that's now, the second time happens. they've kissed. So that's the main plot. But then the yeah. B plot, yes. which was, I didn't even understand it. Uh, Ricky was annoyed at Lewis for, like, just treating them as, like, a science experiment. Because, you know, he's like, oh, I want to, you know. Like, More I wanna, samples. I wanna, give me some hair. Give me some, give me some saliva. Yeah, give me some toenail clippings. And then Ricky's like, this is just so degrading. And Cleo's yeah, like, look. Fair enough. Yeah, but and Cleo's like, look, I've known him since he was five. And he's never gotten mad. Yeah. Which doesn't really seem to R- have. Ricky's almost, like, mad that, like, you know. He's got no human emotion or anything, so like tries to get some kind of rise out of him. Yeah, and so then the whole time she, she's like kind of trying to anger him, but Lewis just like does not care. It's pretty level-headed that guy. I'll, I'll, you know, gotta give yeah. him props to that. It was just in- interesting since we've seen him lose his call so much in previous episodes. Is this the Denman affair? Mm, when he s- tries to smack Ricky, oh, yeah, he literally tries to slap her. <laughs> maybe, maybe this is just her revenge for that. Yeah, there's a lot of built up tensions over the last few episodes. Dropping ice cubes down his shirt. <laughs> Did that happen in this episode? Yeah. Fuck, I must Remember have been like, oh, your shirt. Because she dropped something and then she bent over. And so then he bent over and then she put the ice cube down his shirt. That's right. And when they were um, up on that really steep hill and she cut the brakes on his um, bicycle. That was really good. And then he fell <laughs> off was the cliff. Good, there was some good slapstick. Yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> then when she, um, when she gave him COVID. I mean, it was, it was pretty ahead of the time. I know, it predicted some. People always say The Simpsons is really good at predicting the future. I, I almost thought leaving that um, horse head in his bed was like like a touch too far. I think you weren't really paying attention because it wasn't a, a horse head, it was half a shark. <laughs> shark head? <laughs> shark head. <laughs> Next to his pillow. And he just all, you know, just kind of brushed it off. He's just a on. chill guy. He's like more chill than Byron. But then Cleo did manage to convince. Um, Lewis to pretend to be mad about some minuscule thing at the end of the episode because uh, Claire was just getting pissed off with Ricky's shenanigans all week. She's just like, mm. just pretend to get mad for me, you know, just just so she s- stops. Yeah. But isn't that so weird? Because, yeah, like, everyone likes how Byron's so chill and zen. Mm. But I guess Lewis is the same. But no one likes it about him. Yeah, but he's a nerd. I think I was going to say, is that the hypocrisy? That, that they're just like, oh, Byron's a, like... You know, he's a surfer dude who's tan. And he's, he's sexy. He's got abs. And Lewis is a nerd. Look, it's just the way of the world. It's just how things work. If you've got a problem with it, you're a fucking nerd. <laughs> well, I've got a problem with it. Fucking nerd. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> That's fair. Um, so really yeah. good stuff. Now, <laughs> we... Some really good stuff. <laughs> really good stuff. We got to talk about the writing in this episode. <laughs> this was the... The dialogue. Can we talk about the dialogue? <laughs> Please. This is probably the worst episode we've watched. I'd say, what? Which, which kind of sucks because, like, this is screenwriting one oh one. If you're an aspiring <laughs> screenwriter, get out there, get Netflix, watch H two O episode eleven, sink or swim, <laughs> learn a thing or two. 
got some good reoccurring <laughs> scenes. They know comedy. The rule of threes. <laughs> you like you want to you want to learn about character motivation, character arcs. Everything is encapsulated. So there's the character arc. Show char- not tell. All in all in one line of dialogue repeated three times. <laughs> just if so, you really want to hit so, a point home, just have three different characters say the exact <laughs> same thing, just to drill it through the thick skull of the audience watching. Yeah. Do we need any further context, or just leave it at that? Well, let's <laughs> let's tell them the line. Yeah. That so the line was such a fuss. So Emma says after the girls are kind of like, "You're look being so uptight," and and she, uh, Emma's like, "I may seem tough, but I'm easily hurt." And so Ricky then, which I thought, wow, she's wearing a heart on her sleeve here. Yeah. Um, she goes to Byron. Ricky goes to stick up to Emma to to Byron. She's just like, "Hey, man, look, stop being mean to her." I know she seems tough, but she's easily hurt. <laughs> she's very passive, though, in the way she yeah she told him. Because well, she's because she was like, "Don't call her names." <laughs> like, I don't think he ever did call her a name. Yeah, oh, I think cause he says, "Oh, is this about Emma?" And she's like, "Don't call her names," <laughs> which is hilarious after he would just called her by her name. Yeah, but like, I know it's referring it to like what he said earlier, mm. but like just like from that line to that yeah. line. <laughs> but then yeah, then she says to Byron, uh, "I know she may seem tough, but she's easily hurt." And then the next scene, Byron's uh, making up to Emma, and, and he's like, I'm sorry. I realised something. <laughs> She's like, look, <laughs> I know you seem tough, but you're easily hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Max, Dan, the writer of this episode, you Fuck, son of a bitch. ridiculous. It's really good stuff. I hope you're still writing. Yeah. I looked at your IMDb, and you've had a lot of work. Oh. <laughs> a lot of Australian Anything TV. we would have heard of? Not unless, no. If you're living in, <laughs> in Australia, you'll be familiar with his work. Mako Mermaids. Oh. Carried it on. Didn't he make, um, th- didn't he make, um... He wrote Joker. <laughs> <laughs> Man knows how to talk about a character's mental state. Really good stuff. It does make the dance scene and the murder scene on live TV in this episode make more sense. <laughs> So on the seeds, yeah. so on the seeds. Um, this is the first time I'm like ninety five percent sure that we see them at school. I, Eleven I, episodes in. I know it's kind of crazy because we always we have talked about this off mic. We're like, what do they like? Are each of these episodes set in the afternoon or in the weekend? They got a lot of free time. Yeah, she, she's literally. There's a scene where Emma. They sometimes doing homework. I remember in early yeah. episodes, like uh, Lois was helping Cleo, mm. right? So, yeah, I mean, but speaking of free time, yeah, Emma's literally got enough time to to clean fifty pairs of shoes. <laughs> At the, so the big race is is happening, right? With uh, Byron, the one he's been um, scoff training for scoff, um, and you know because they've had a bit of a tiff. Fuck, he's really gone for that water. Kyle is hydrating like I've never seen him hydrate before. Um, it's the big day of the race, right? And uh, Emma's not going because, you know, the things are a bit tense with uh, 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 Byron. And she's at home cleaning literally, like, at least 50 pairs of shoes just sitting there scrubbing them. And I think as a Cleo calls her up, like, you got to come down. She's like, I can't. I'm busy cleaning my shoes. Yeah. I've got to clean all my shoes. <laughs> she's just scrubbing them. But it was really nice because she showed up um, to the... With the docks that she'd been cleaning. Yeah, which is really inappropriate, really, to wear it. Around, uh, by the poolside. Pool. <laughs> but um, I, think, I guess this could be like a, a kind of... Instead of Chad's corner, it could be Cleo's corner, even though it wasn't Cleo, it was Emma. You know, like a Chad, you know, throwback, he'd wear, um, he'd wear shirts with slogans on it. And no, to I support... Oh, well, 
listen back. Um, but in this, Emma shows up to the big race with a shirt that says Byron's Bay on it. But Bay isn't spelled B-A-Y, it's spelled B-A-E. And I thought that was really nice. That was a nice touch. That was like, good support. Full circle. I guess so. She's supporting him again. And it, it was kind of nice that they're like, like, let's just stay friends at the end of it. But I think there still might be something there. You know? Well, definitely. But, I, but I hope to see the relationship blossom. And just like, you know, the communication just gets healthier and more open. The, um... Oh, sorry. Um, no, please. <laughs> this is, um, like... Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, did dr- I was too That's hydrated. A lot of water. <laughs> you drank, a, like, half a bottle of water. Jesus Christ. Three seconds. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um... Uh, this is like the most, I guess, like emotional episode because the last mm. like minutes was just Emma. She was like, I need to go for a swim. And the girl's like, we'll join you. And she was like, alone. I said, oh. And then she just kind of goes for a swim. And then the episode ends. But yeah. it's like, well, that's very dramatic. You know, she's when thinking. When she crying? At what point did she, should we cut to her? Oh, yes. Crying she's on crying the on the bed. I think that was just before the race, I think. Yeah. Powerful stuff. It was. It was. Um, I was moved. I've watched some pretty sad movies recently, but this um, this one takes the cake. Yeah. And that's kind of the episode, guys. Um, now, I know <laughs> you love the segments. So, unfortunately, no trivia for this episode. <laughs> so, you missed out on that one. But we've got quotes as always, there's and a big mess of quotes. There's a big there? juicy one, and like I'm, I'm pretty tempted to play uh, Byron if you let me. Okay, let me if just you play pull it up. Well, I've already, I already had it opened up in a in a tab. Yeah, so that second. So one. we're gonna do oh, the second one, not the big one. The second one. Yeah. Do you mean the third one? No, no, no. Oh, that one. At the at the juice bar, you got that one. Oh, yeah, there we go. There it is. Yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. So I'll do Emma. Please. <clears throat> just get into character here. <clears throat> Okay. <laughs> I just need that key phrase to get in. Hi, Byron. I've schemed about talking to you, but maybe not right now. Well, there's Cleo. Who's uh, going to do, do Cleo? Can you do Cleo? Because, I mean, Byron's, you know, such a multifaceted character. Mm, okay. It's okay. We won't listen. Just, uh, Byron sits down. Next week is the school swimming sports, and I really want to beat Zane at the 100 metres, but he always beats me. It's okay to come second. Shrugs. Oh, third or fourth, yeah, but I can't explain it. I've developed this need to win. I know the feeling, or at least I used to. Tosses my hair back. You were the big swimming star until you quit. Which, by the way, is quite a mystery to me. You're like this quality skateboard that's just sitting in the cupboard. I fold my arms. Oh, it's Ricky now? Yes, yeah, Ricky. Ricky folds her arms. That's me. I always thought of her the same way. Cleo nudges her and she shakes her head. Sorry, not listening. And seeing, yeah. See, and interesting there, see how, like, determined he is to win for whatever reason. And then by the time of training, it's all like, relax, man. Let me munch a bag of chips and just float in the water. I don't want to do your 20 laps. Yeah, the same. <laughs> Cowbunga, Shaka Brown. So I'm still in character. Yeah, I'm just throwing uh, hang loose. <laughs> the second, the second, the like plot needed him and like kicked in. It was like, oh no, that whole opening scene just did not matter. I guess was she was he just manipulating her to like coach her, coach him, just to like spend time with him, maybe. Mm, maybe because he was just spending his whole time in his speedos. Mm. And uh, another interesting thing I thought potentially is that Zane uh, swam. With a, like some kind of swimming shirt on. He's a rash, a rasher. And um, I thought maybe it's he might be one of those classic bullies. Like he's got his own insecurities, and that's why he projects. What's he hiding under that shirt? Why is he not popping that shirt off? Do you have any ideas? 
Well, you said it's a rasher. Maybe he's got it some nasty rash that he's uh, quite insecure about. Ooh, yeah, some open sores, maybe. Mm. Maybe some sort of obscene tattoo. Maybe a third nipple. No, there's nothing to be ashamed of. Harry Styles. No, exactly. Harry Styles has more than Famously one has four. Four, even. Or three. Who's to say? Oh, could we do a skit right now of um, him going uh, to dinner with um, Robert De Niro's character and meet the parents? Sure. Okay. Who, Harry Styles? Yeah, Harry Styles. Uh, I'll be Harry Styles okay. with Robert De Niro. Okay. Look. I had this guy come into my house once. He was trying to marry my daughter. Hello, and, I'm Harry Styles. And he talked about how he had a whole bunch of cats. And he said that you can milk anything that has more than two nipples. I used to be in One Direction. <laughs> how many nipples do you have? Oh, I got a few more than the usual, copper. <laughs> can I milk you? Yes, please. Um, and scene. Scene, thank you very much. And if you if you like renditions and that and other skits and bits, uh, be sure to tune in to the next week's episode. But there'll be a couple more. <laughs> um, a couple of recurring characters, I think. <laughs> Robert De Niro and, and Harry, Harry Styles. Styles. What a combo. I think they'll be dropping by. <laughs> <laughs> dropping by next week. Um, look, Good stuff. Look, that's everything I had okay, on this episode. I've got two two quick ones. Well, uh, sweet. I'm going to... I'll head off and you okay, wrap up. Okay. Um, well, one of them was right at the opening uh, in the opening scene where Byron leaves and Lewis runs into the bar and sits down next to the girls. He goes, I've been looking everywhere for you. And I thought, where the fuck else are they going to be? They spent half the show that we've seen so far sitting at this exact booth. Like, it's not a mystery where they're going to be. <laughs> Why is this the last place you checked? It's like, uh, you know, the, the How I Met Your Mother gang. They're always going to be at McLaren's. Yeah, exactly. The, the, the Friends Gang, they're always going to be at Central Perk. Mm-hmm. I mean, keep know, going, keep going. Um, you know, the those, Big Bang Theory, they're always, always going to be at Sheldon, Sheldon's apartment. True. Same with the Seinfeld, they're always going to be at Jerry's apartment. There we go. Yeah, easy. Just like with Ted Bundy, he's always going to be hanging around, oh. um, you know, dormitories. <laughs> oh, Jesus. I don't, sorry, I don't know why that was the first thing I thought of. <laughs> <laughs> he's also not a fictional character. Hey, um... You wanted to get a few rounds of Fortnite in, so do you want to pack it in? <laughs> do we not want to do Lewis's Google history? <laughs> yeah, of course we do! It's Lewis's Google... I just knew you oh. were so... You were eager to... Yeah, I was, actually. Take it away! <laughs> Lewis's Google history! It's like Lewis's Google Everyone's favourite segment is back. Yeah, that's a fix. Um, okay, do you really need to... <laughs> It'll take too long. <laughs> okay. Um, so, I do you have any ideas? Because I, I had one of what he was Googling. Uh, this is your segment. Okay, well, good. Because <laughs> uh, I decided it's golden. Um, <laughs> before, so, uh, the whole episode, he's trying to find out, you know, he's like, he just wants a hair sample, you know, he wants some uh, toenail uh, clippings. But, um, you know, he never, I don't think he ever explicitly says he's doing tests. So I think before the episode started, before the events, he Googled, like, how to make some extra money. Mm. And then he found out that maybe he could make some extra money by, like, getting, like, selling strands of hair or, like, toenail clippings and stuff of, like, women. So you think he's, because that's a good point. We don't actually see him running these experiments on their toenail clippings and hair. Do you think he's bagging it up and shipping it off? Yeah, I think so. I think he's going to make some extra money to buy a new tackle box. (laughs) Some sick freaks out there probably going to buy it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) 
That's good stuff. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Oh, wait. Yeah. Oh, it stopped recording. No. At what point? Where? Just then. Hang on. Jesus. I'm not sure at what point, but... Oh, that's so scary. Yeah, I think when I played the thing. Okay. Well, you guys just missed out, potentially missed out (laughs) on a really good sound effect. (laughs) Uh, Anything else for you on this episode, Kyle, Um, while we are here? I don't think so. Was there anything... I think we've brought this up before, but was there any um, way you think they could have made this plot a bit more interesting? The way that you were just looking at me like there was like, I was trying to set you up (laughs) to like stitch you up. I was like, no, I'm genuinely interested. Well, you usually do. Yep. Sorry. Um, I think they could have handled uh, Byron and Emma's conflict a lot better. Like, the idea was there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they shouldn't have made him suddenly so chill, because he was determined to win. Like, like he's determined to win, but, like, Emma... Because she's, I mean, she's been established as, like, a real competitive kind of person. Yeah. And, like, OCD and stuff. <laughs> that make her, like... Come down really hard, like I'm talking like J.K. Simmons yeah, and, yeah. and Whiplash, and Whiplash, you know, King Richard, um, and and it's it's it really is too much. Like she's working him to the bloody bone, and then he does get sick of it and fed up. So like they were almost there with the idea. Mm. Yeah, they all yeah. But but they just don't. You don't think. What about like plot wise? Do you think there's any like changes to the main idea of I guess her connecting with Byron? Do you think there was any other like sort of way they could have done that? Um, no, there's all really good stuff. Yeah? What about, like, doing an escape room together? Sure. That could be fun. Yeah. Cool. Well, you, you and me, I'll act like Byron, you'll act like Emma, we'll go to an escape room and see, you know, oh. what the results are. And we'll get, like, we'll finally get some Bluetooth microphones so we can do it in character the whole time. Yeah. God, that'd be good. I'd love to do an escape room. Have you done one? Yeah, I have before. Oh, whereabouts? Uh, in Petoni. Is there one in Petoni? Yeah, there's, like, a whole bunch of them. Well, shout them out. I've forgotten the name, Petoni Escape Rooms. <laughs> well, <laughs> if you're Petoni and you feel like it in an escape room, there's one around. Yeah, it was pretty fun as well. We did the, the least scary one because um because we were too scared. See you next week. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> wait, no, I've got one more thing. Um, I thought this could be fun. So I thought, so the next episode is called The Siren Effect. Ooh. And I thought I could read the um, summary and you could like guess where it's going to go. And then we'll see in the next episode. <gasps> oh, yeah. That's good stuff. So the next episode is called the Siren Effect, and the um and the. Well, thanks si- for listening this week, everybody. No, <laughs> <laughs> no, please, 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 no, no, put the headphones back on. Don't walk away. Don't walk away. <laughs> he's acting like he's going to leave, but all his stuff's on the table. <laughs> no. Not until you come over here and tell me the summary of next week's episode. He's back. <laughs> He's on the prank chair. His ass just fell through. Almost Classic. That's a really good visual gag. Um, this, okay, so the summary from the next episode is, um, the moon is full again, and Cleo feels its power. And Cleo, uh, happens more than once, <laughs> uh, and Cleo uh, feels its powerful effects, singing a siren song that has <sighs> the boys all over town swooning. Now, we watched the first minute of the next episode. Do you think it was the oh, song that she was singing? That's right. That's quite quite interesting then, because it sets her up at the start of the episode to be a terrible singer. Mm. Yeah, we only watched the first like, and minute and And then all half. of a sudden, all the boys around town will be like, oh, she's a great singer. Where's it going to go? I think she'll end up with um, 
a record deal by the end of the episode. And it's the rest of the show from now on. Yeah. That could be cool. And they're doing escape room. (laughs) (laughs) All right, buddy. See you next week with Cat in the Hat. Cat in the Hat. Due to popular demand. (laughs) No, I don't. (laughs) 